0: Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor. Today, we are bringing you the second half of our two-part set review of Special Booster version 1.5. We'll be talking about the new green, purple, black and white cards being released in Special Booster version 1.5. But first, each week I ask you a listener question and each week, one answer gets a shout out on the show. Last week I asked which Digimon are you most excited for? Ragnar Lordmon, Imperial Dramon, or Shine Greymon. Shout out to Stefan Garraway over on the Facebook page who says it has to be Imperial Dramon for me. Green and blue are my favourite colours in the game. I also built a blue jamming deck with Leopardmon from set 1.0. I think this will help a lot, especially with its unsuspend all cards with jamming on Digivolve. I have to say Imperial Dramon is my favorite of those three as well. Thanks heaps, Stefan. Be sure to listen to the end of the episode to hear our listener question and to find out how you too could receive a shout out on the show. Now, before we get into it, another reminder for our Australian listeners that Gaming is running another series of webcam tournaments. You might remember Gaming from their content creator tournament, as well as the America vs Spain series, which I happened to co-commentate. Well, this time Gaming is running a global event, the Digimon Championship, and this is a webcam tournament, a series where there will be webcam tournaments for many countries around the world, with the top four players from each country's tournament receiving an invitation to an international world championship webcam tournament. There are booster boxes on the line as prizes, and HGaming's events are always really well run, so definitely check it out. The Australian event will be on the 1st of May at 9am AEDT. I'll put a link to the sign-ups in the show notes. Really hope to see you there. Don't forget that tomorrow, as of the release of this episode, I will be doing another Booster Box opening live stream. Opening up a box of Special Booster Version 1.5 live on Twitch to celebrate the set's release. The stream will be starting at 7.30pm on Friday, March 19th, Eastern Standard Time. For those Australians, that's 10.30am on Saturday, March 20th. AEDT. I'll be giving away the contents of one randomly chosen booster pack to one lucky viewer and that pack is decided before it gets open so you really could be getting anything and even if it contains a secret rare or an alternate art card or an alternate art Omnimon alter S, I will be sending it to one of you guys. And I'll also be giving away a pack of official Digimon card game card sleeves. You'll need a Twitch account to enter the draw, so get that sorted before we begin tomorrow. Winners will be randomly chosen at the end of the stream. It's sure to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope, hope, hope to see you all there. And finally, before we start, I actually have a mea culpa from last week's episode. I erroneously suggested that the card A Delicate Plan stopped the security effects of all cards from activating and it turns out that it's actually received an errata on the official Digimon card game website and in fact A Delicate Plan only stops your targeted Digimon from activating the effects of option cards that it checks in the security. I'm sorry to everybody who rushed out and put four copies of this card in their decks to stop their opponents from getting free memory tamers because tamer and Digimon security effects still activate. That is my bad... Now it's time for our main topic. And if you haven't already listened to last week's episode, I highly recommend it. It isn't exactly vital required listening, But at the start of that episode, I did give an overview of the new mechanics being introduced in 1.5, and that's information that I'm not going to repeat here for the sake of time. So if you're worried that you're going to be confused or not really understand some of the new mechanics, pause this episode, go and listen to the first 20 minutes or so of episode 21, and then come back. It's okay, I will wait. Okay, ready? Here we go. We are starting with green. First, we're starting with the level twos, and the first green level two is Argomon, and before I talk about that card, there is some housekeeping. There are a lot of different cards in this set that are just called Argomon, because Argomon the Digimon digivolves without changing its name within the context of the Digimon lore. It's complicated, but... Basically, there's a lot of cards that are just called Argomon in this one set. So to differentiate the cards, and so I don't have to keep saying the whole card serial number, I'll just refer to them by their level. So this is Argomon level 2. Argomon level 2's inheritable reads, Your turn. When this Digimon becomes unsuspended during your unsuspend phase, gain one memory. This is awesome. So long as you can keep attacking with the Digimon above Argomon or if you can suspend it via Digisorption, which we'll talk about later, you can keep starting your turn with a whole extra memory. That's a great trade-off and even without any other memory gain or memory cheating effects... That could potentially be a whole extra Digivolution on your turn, depending on how much memory your opponent leaves you. Or, at the very least, that's one memory that you're denying your opponent. The only downside to Green's strategy of suspending its own Digimon is that it leaves them vulnerable to attack. So, an Agamon level 2's ability amounts to nothing unless it's around during your unsuspend phase. But still, I think that this is a powerful effect, and so long as it's on a strong Digimon that won't get deleted... I think this is, we're going to see Argomon level 2 played a lot in green. And next we have Minomon, whose inheritable effect reads, When attacking, if you attack one of your opponent's Digimon this Digimon gets plus 1,000 DP. This is not a bad effect. Yokomon from 1.0 was a red level 2 that had this exact effect, and that was played as a 4 of in pretty much every deck. But I think that ultimately, green in 1.5 has some stronger level 2s to choose from that works better with its strategies, and plus 1,000 DP isn't exactly a boost that's hard to come by in green, especially in 1.5. This could be a good choice as a 5th level 2, but... I think it's a really specific deck that wants to play four copies of Minomon. From level two to level three, first up is Terriamon. Terriamon costs three to play, zero to Digibob. It has 2000 DP and no inheritable effect, but it does have a main effect that reads, All turns, your opponent can't gain memory except with Tamer effects. This means that while your opponent can gain memory with memory tamers and other effects of tamer cards, they cannot gain memory from option cards. Hammer Spark comes to mind or from Digimon effects. Now, we previously saw this effect in 1.0 on Chumon. I think this effect gets a lot more potent in 1.5. In green alone, we've got Argomon level 2 gaining memory. Um, this turns off Ragnar Lordmon's Digivolution effect. It turns off blue memory gaming shenanigans with Hammer Spark and Yes, it turns off Argomon level 2 among others. If you find yourself being outpaced by decks that are artificially gaining memory with option or Digimon effects, I think Terriamon's a good choice to slow the pace of the game so that you can keep up and force your opponent into a position where they have to consider using their removal on an otherwise inconsequential level 3, which is a nice place to be. Next up is Wormmon, that's 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, 1000 DP, no inheritable effect and a main effect that reads, on deletion, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck, add 1 level 4 or 5 Digimon card among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. I appreciate this flexibility on Wormmon, allowing you to add either a level 4 or a level 5 Digimon to your hand, but having to be deleted before that effect activates means that while it's more consistent than, say, the Palmon from 1.0, which fetches a level 4 from the top 3 cards of your deck on play, it's also a turn slower, because Palmon... Happens immediately, 1 happens when you can get that Digimon to be deleted, which you'll usually do by attacking opponents' security. Effects like this help smooth out your draws and Digivolution chains, and being able to grab a 4 or a 5 means rather than searching for 12 of 50 cards in an average deck, this card searches for 22 of 50, giving you much greater odds of success. That's based on average numbers. The other downside, though, to needing this to be deleted is that you can't then digivolve the level 4 you find on top of the Wormmon. So you really need two Digimon in play to make this card work. You can't fetch a level 4, put it on the Wormmon, because it'll have been deleted. All that said, I think if you're looking for level 3s to just fill out your slots, Wormmon helps smooth out your draws, and it's not a terrible choice. Okay, we now move from the level 3s to the level 4s, and first we have Argomon level 4. We skipped Argomon level 3 because it was just vanilla, not really much to talk about there. Argomon level 4 costs 6 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP, it has no Inheritable, but it does have Digisorption 2 as a main effect, so you may suspend one of your Digimon when you Digivolve into this card to reduce the Digivolution cost by 2. That means so long as you've got an unsuspended Digimon, and you can suspend the Digimon that you're Digivolving from, by the way, so you only need one Digimon on the field. So long as you have an unsuspended Digimon to suspend when you Digivolve into Argomon, this is a free Digivolution into level four, which is fantastic. Digisorption is why green is the fastest color of 1.5. Now we're talking about Argomon level four here, but the same can be said for any Digimon with Digisorption in the set that causes the Digivolution to be free. Free Digivolution on anything higher than a level three is just nuts to think about. Cause you draw a card, you go up your chains, It's awesome. Digisorption is super powerful. We're going to be seeing a lot of it, I'm sure. Now, the next green level four on our list is Stingmon. Stingmon costs six to play. It costs just one to Digivolve. It has 5,000 DP, and it has no main effect, but it does have an inheritable effect, and that reads your turn once per turn when this Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, gain one memory. Now, we've already seen in 1.0 that Digivolving into a level 4 for just one memory can be quick and very powerful. Dark Tyrannomon was my favorite 1.0 card for exactly that reason. So, that alone makes Stingmon a consideration for many decks. But, add to that the fact that it's got a relevant inheritable effect... Especially in a green deck looking to control the board by suspending and deleting opposing Digimon by battle. That's very nice. I like Stingmon and I hope that we see it played a lot because I like the cost. I like the effect. Next up are our level 5s and first we have Argomon level 5. Now this is one of two cards to be officially limited by Bondi and we need to talk about that. That means that as of April 1st 2021 you can only play one copy of Argomon level 5 in your deck. That's really important to note when we evaluate how good this card is. And a quick look at the card tells us why they're limiting us to 1. 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 6000 DP, level 5. And it has option 3, so it can be Digivolved for free. And then it also has an inheritable effect that reads, when attacking, you may play 1 level 3 green Digimon from your hand, suspended, without paying its costs. The value you can generate with that effect is insane especially if you've got another digimon to suspend you play a level three for free digivolve that up to level four with digis option then you go straight to level five with just two or three memory you that's potentially digivolving into argobon getting another digimon out digivolving that and then digivolving it again potentially for free if you've got the right board set up that's crazy only being able to play one copy though does dampen this card but once you get it on board and you begin using its inheritable effect it can do a lot of work. I think this is really cool I think it's really powerful I think there's a really good reason that it's been limited and it'll be interesting to see if it's worth playing even at just one. And next level 5 is Dino Beemon. Dino Beemon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a green or a blue Digimon. It has 7,000 DP and it has piercing. When this Digimon attacks and deletes an opponent's Digimon and survives the battle, it performs any security checks it usually would. And it also has jamming. This Digimon can't be deleted in battles with security Digimon. This is a pretty potent combination, meaning you can take out an Opposing Digimon and an Opposing Security card, and you can be fairly confident of Dino Beemon surviving that battle. You pair this with effects that boost Dino Beemon's DP for extra value in taking out Opposing Digimon. And it's naturally designed to pair well with Imperial Dramon. It's actually even named on that card, so you know that it works well. And it can also slot nicely into unrelated blue jamming strategies because it can digivolve from a blue Digimon so you can put it into a blue deck. I love the flexibility of Digimon at level 5 that digivolve from multiple colors and Dino Beemon's got a really cool combination of effects that shows off that combination of colors. It doesn't have an inheritable effect but it's still a very cool Digimon. With that we come to the green level 6s and First up, we have the final Argomon. This is Argomon level 6. Now, Argomon level 6 costs 12 to play, 5 to Digivolve. It has 11,000 DP, and it has two effects. Firstly, Argomon has Digisorption 3. So by suspending a Digimon when you Digivolve into Argomon, the Digivolution becomes much cheaper. In fact, it comes in line with the cheapest level 6 Digivolutions that we've seen so far. We know that Digivolving into a level 6 for 2 can be quite powerful, so already... This is a great effect. Argomon level 6's second effect reads, your turn for each of your other suspended Digimon. This Digimon gains security attack plus 1. Remember, Digisorption suspends a Digimon, so in green, you don't even need to be attacking to have a number of suspended Digimon, and it's not unreasonable for Argomon to have at least security attack plus 2 fairly often. Paired with DP boosting effects... Argomon can do some serious damage to your opponent. And it also works really well with Argomon level 5's inheritable because the order that effects are resolved in, the inheritable effect will put a suspended level 3 onto the battlefield before security checks. So as long as you've got a level 3 in hand, you're guaranteed for Argomon to get security attack plus 1 if you have that inheritable. This is a super powerful Digimon and I think it's going to be a very popular build around for green decks. From strength to strength, next is Serasmon. Sarasmon costs 12 to play, 5 to Digivolve. It has 12,000 DP, which is reasonable for a level 6, and it has two effects. First, Sarasmon has Digi- Digisorption 3, so like Agrab level 6, it can cost just 2 to Digivolve, which we've said is an excellent rate for a level 6. Secondly, Cerismon has your turn once per turn. When suspending Digimon for a Digisorption skill, you may suspend your opponent's Digimon instead. Now, that's a bit complicated, so let's give an example. I have Cerusmon on the field, I have Wormmon on the field, and I have Argomon level 4 in my hand. My opponent has, let's say, Dark Tyrannomon, unsuspended. Now, with Cerismon on the field, I can Digivolve Wormmon into Argomon, Activate Argomon's Digisorption effect and then because of Cerismon when I suspended Digimon for that effect I can choose to suspend my opponent's Dark Tyranomon instead of either of my Digimon So now I've got an Argomon, I've got a Sarismon, and my opponent's Digimon is suspended and ready to be deleted by battle So this effect means that not only am I getting a free Digivolution But I'm also effectively using a free Flower Cannon on my opponent's Digimon That's a huge, huge amount of value for one card Sarasmon I think, is the green deck to beat in 1.5 for a good reason. Once you get Sarasmon on the field, you quickly gain control of the board, you keep your opponent's Digimon suspended, or you suspend them and you delete them by battle. I personally definitely want to build Sarasmon and I'm sure that it's going to be a very tough deck to beat. Now the final green level six that we're talking about today is another version of Imperial Dramon. Imperial Dramon Dragon Mode BT3111. Last week we talked about blue Imperial Dramon, and now we have the green version. Imperial Dramon costs 13 to play, five to Digivolve from either a blue or a green Digimon. It has 12,000 DP, and it has three effects. First, Imperial Dramon has the same effect as Blue Imperial Dramon, which is when one of your Dramon or Dino Beamon would digivolve into this card from your hand, reduce the cost of that digivolution by two. That means so long as you're digivolving from Dino Beamon or Dramon, which is a blue level five, this costs just three to digivolve, which is a standard rate for a level six. So pretty good reduction. Secondly, Imperial Dramon has piercing, which is a great effect on a 12,000 DP level 6 since it can run over most of the opposition. Third, Imperial Dramon has your turn once per turn. When this Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, unsuspend this Digimon. So, as long as you have a Digimon target to attack, you get two attacks with Imperial Dramon per turn instead of one and because it has piercing you'll be taking out a security card on at least one of those attacks as well this pairs really well with stingmon's inheritable so you gain a memory as well as unsuspending imperial gemmon and you take out a security when you delete an opponent's digimon by battle and also you should think about pairing this with greens plus dp effects to ensure that it runs over anything and it survives the security check it just gets crazy when you start stacking stuff on this thing you can run this card in a blue deck as well, you give it jamming with option effects. You can use Vmon bt 2021s inheritable effect to draw a card when you trigger Imperial Dramon's unsuspend effect. Or, if you Digivolve it from Pyeldramon, you can unsuspend it twice in one turn using Pyeldramon's effect and do a huge amount of damage to an opponent. This Digimon's really flexible and I love that there are so many ways you can build a deck around it to fit your own style. Moving from Digimon to Tamers, we have one new green Tamer to discuss, Ken Ichijoji. I'm almost certainly pronouncing that wrong, but you'll have to bear with me. Ken costs four to play and is a memory Tamer, meaning that it has the effect of start of your turn. If you have two or less memory, set your memory to three. We know that memory tamers can be powerful, they help you speed up your gameplay, they help you fight against memory choking, and they increase the number of cards you can play in a turn, so this is really good. Ken's other effect is your turn. When one of your green or blue Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, you may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. Ken stands to give you three extra memory on your turn in addition to the one you'll always start with so long as you have a green or blue Digimon and a valid attack target which is a large amount of resources for one turn. Going from three to four lets you play a memory tamer and another card for example or Digivolve twice and then still leave your opponent at one or play a seven memory card and give your opponent no more memory than a memory tamer would. The downside is that you need valid attack targets but if you're playing green you're going to likely be suspending opposing Digimon to attack them in any case and getting extra value for doing something you're already going to be doing is always good. Now, finally, we have two option cards to discuss. The first is Hidden Potential Discovered, the second ever card limited in Digimon, like Argomon, level 5. As of April 1st, 2021, you can only play one copy of Hidden Potential Discovered in your deck. And looking at the card, it's easy to see why. Hidden Potential Discovered costs zero memory, so it's free to play. The security effect adds it to your hand. And the main effect reads, the next time one of your green Digimon Digivolves this turn, you may suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by 5. Now, you'll note that even the most expensive level 6s we talked about in green today cost 5 to Digivolve, meaning that this makes any of your Digivolutions, any of them in green, free. The Digimon doesn't even need Digisorption. ...for this to happen. With hidden potential discovered, your deck can be positively blistering in speed... ...and it's frankly not surprising that they banned this card. <laughs> With enough Digimon to suspend, it's feasible to Digivolve from level 3 all the way up to level 6 for free... ...meaning that you can still attack. If you have a spare slot in your green deck, I think you play this card... ...especially since even in your security it's going to your hand, so it's never wasted... So many option cards far worse than this just go to your trash from security, so that's nuts that it gets to your hand. Great card, used with caution, lest the friction from the sheer speed burn your fingers off. I think I've successfully sold that there. Lastly, we have Positron laser. Can you tell it's late at night? This is a six cost option card whose main and inheritable effect are slightly different worded versions of the same effect, but basically up to two of your opponent's Digimon can't attack or block until the end of your opponent's next turn. Then, if you have a blue Digimon in play, return one of your opponent's Digimon to the owner's hand and trash all of its Digivolution cards. So not only does this freeze two of your opponent's Digimon in place, stopping a fatal attack, or if you have the memory to play this and then attack, it could neutralize two blockers, but if you have a blue Digimon, it also acts as a cheaper Kokaitis Breath, and Kokaitis Breath already saw a bit of play in 1.0, so cheaper Kokaitis Breath with extra effects is surely going to see play in 1.5. Naturally, this fits in the Imperial Dramon deck, where it can consistently activate both effects. And the fact that this targets up to three opposing Digimon is excellent, and it's going to be a lifesaver when this comes up from security. Next up, we have purple. Purple is probably the color that's least served by 1.5. There's very few new purple cards being added. That said, purple was already a very strong color in 1.0. Purple in 1.5 still wants to trash its own Digimon, either to trigger powerful effects or to bring them back from the trash later. Purple gains a few more cards to support this strategy, and it gets a level 6 to support a cool new-ish strategy. So, there's only one new level 2 to talk about in Purple. Demi Meramon. Demi Meramon's Inheritable reads, On on Deletion, trigger draw plus 1. Then, trash one card in your hand. This is a fairly strong effect in purple. You want your Digimon to be deleted anyway, and you're frequently going to delete them for card effects. So getting some extra value is always helpful. You do have to trash a card from your hand after drawing one so you don't end up with card advantage. That is, you don't end up with more cards in hand than when you started. But you can bring back cards from the trash in purple fairly easily. So trashing a card from your hand is not the huge downside that it seems. And it can even be a plus if you can then play that card from your trash for less than it usually costs. Ultimately, I think this is a pretty strong level 2 for purple that should see a fair bit of play. From level 2 to level 3, we have Gazimon. Gazimon costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and it has all turns. Your opponent can't gain memory except with Tamer effects. This is the same effect that Teriamon and Chumon have. The only thing to add here is that it's interesting that the same effect in a different color can be better or worse solely based on the strengths and weaknesses of that color. This effect does well in black on Chumon because black's one of the slower colors and it benefits from slowing the opponent down so that it can keep up. Terriamon is not as strong because green's already one of the fastest colors anyway so it doesn't particularly need to slow down the opponent. I think that Gazimon in purple is middle of the road between these two. Purple has a lot of memory gain effects already itself and it can fairly effectively memory choke the opponent so I think that Gazimon will see play but not as a four of. I think it'll mostly be a tech card. As I said, there aren't too many notable new purple additions, so we're going straight from level 3 up to level 5. First is Arukenimon. Arukenimon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a purple or a green level 4. It has 6000 DP and it has no inheritable effect, but it does have a main effect that reads, when attacking, you may pay 3 memory to play 1 Malomyotismon from your hand without paying its memory cost. Then, delete this Digimon. Now, obviously, we need to know what Malomyotismon is before we can truly evaluate this. We'll discuss Malomyotismon soon, but for now, just know it's a 12,000 DP level 6 with piercing that usually costs 13 to play or 5 to Digivolve. Even without knowing its other effects, playing a level 6 for just 3 memory is a huge discount. You do... Have to delete your own Digimon, Arukenimon, but this is purple. You're gonna either have inheritable effects that give you value for deleting Arukenimon, drawing cards for instance, or you're gonna be able to bring it back, or both. So this is a bit of a slow payoff to save two memory, but I think it's a really fun strategy to build around and it could be interesting to play. The next purple level 5 we're talking about is Mummymon. Mummymon is a 7 cost, 3 to Digivolve Digimon with 7,000 DP. It has no inheritable effect and it has a when attacking effect. You may pay 3 memory to play 1 Malomyotismon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Then delete this Digimon. This is the second half of the Malomyotismon strategy started with Arikenimon. If your Malomyotismon is destroyed, you can bring it right back with Mummymon. The big downside to these effects is that because they require you to have the right card in your hand slash trash and they are on level fives, they're very slow to get going. I don't think Malo Myota is the strongest purple strategy going around because it takes a lot of turns to set up, but I do think it could be a very fun deck to play. The last of the purple level fires we'll talk about today is Lady Devimon. Lady Devimon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, it has 8,000 DP, and it has both a main and an inheritable effect. Lady Devimon's main effect reads, when Digivolving, trigger draw plus 2, then trash 2 cards from your hand. Now we already know drawing cards is very powerful, even when we then have to trash an equal number of cards. Because you'll always be able to choose to keep the best of your available cards and trash the rest. And at the worst case scenario, you're in purple. Between Night Raid and Piedmon and Matashida, among other cards, you have more than enough ways to bring those cards back, either into your hand or into play. Now Lady devimon's Inheritable Effect reads, Your turn, once per turn, when you use an option card, delete one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon. This is fairly good as an incidental effect, adding the words delete an opponent's level 3 Digimon to a card that already sees plenty of use, like maybe Night Raid or Heat Viper, that's just icing on the cake. And heck, in a lot of decks, you would pay 2 memory just for that effect. Lady Devimon's Inheritable here speaks to Purple's developing strategy of option combos and synergies. It rewards you for playing option cards. That's something that Purple's starting to play around with. I think this will be a very powerful synergy with that strategy. Now, play cards like Lilithmon and Matt Ishida, bring option cards back from the trash, reuse them, and delete even more Digimon for free. Next we come to level 6. First up is Mastermon. I've seen a lot of people get really excited about this card and I happen to agree that it is quite cool and it helps support a kind of strategy we haven't seen much of yet. Mastermon is a level 6 that costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve from either a purple or a yellow Digimon and it has 12,000 DP. Those are pretty standard stats but... This is our first Digimon that actually digivolves from purple or yellow, which is cool because we often see those colours together. People love to put purple and yellow together. It also has when digivolving, trash one card from the top of both you and your opponent's security stacks. Then, play one purple or yellow Digimon card with a level of 4 or less from your trash without paying its memory cost. Obviously, this card supports hybrid strategies that use purple and yellow, and we've seen players even in 1.0 already mixing those colours because of Wizardmon and Gatomon. The fact that it outright trashes a security card from your opponent's stack just by digivolving seems pretty strong. They get no security effects or security battle from that card, so if it's a Gaia Force or an Omnimon, or similar, they're out of luck. You also have to trash your own security, but the colours of this card help you no matter which way you decide to lean. If you're playing purple, you bring that card back. You turn it into a resource on board or in your hand. In yellow, you use recovery effects, replace it, leaving you still ahead of your opponent. Not to mention that Mastermon itself can bring that card back if it's a level 4 or lower Digimon. So this card supports a strategy that's already popular, which is why this card's getting a bit of hype online. And I think it's clearly pretty cool. The last purple Digimon we're going to talk about is Malo Myotismon. We spoke about this when we talked about Arukenimon, but for a quick refresher, this is 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve, 12,000 DP. It has piercing, and it also has all turns. When another Digimon is deleted, gain one memory. Now, for the eagle-eyed combo seekers among you, yes, because Malo Myotismon comes into play before the second half of the effect happens. If you bring Malo Myotismon into play using the effect of either Arukenimon or Mumimon, when the second half of their effects deletes those Digimon, Malo Myotismon will cause you to gain a memory. Meaning, overall, it will cost you just two memory using those effects to play this card from your hand or from your trash. This Digimon can also accrue you huge value. Purple's got a lot of destruction effects, and with this on board, each destruction effect nets you one memory back. And the really cool thing here, though, is that effect has all turns, meaning that when a Digimon's deleted on your opponent's turn, you still get an extra memory. And the effect doesn't specify you or your opponent's Digimon. No matter who controls the deleted Digimon, you get a memory. Over the course of just a few turns, that's likely to net you a lot of value. I think my favorite thing about this card is the way that it synergizes with effects that delete multiple Digimon. Like Heat Viper, for instance, deletes one of your Digimon and then it deletes up to two of your opponent's level four or lower Digimon. So if your opponent has two valid targets, that's a total of three deleted Digimon netting you three memory back, effectively reducing Heat Viper's cost from five memory to two memory, which is a huge value to delete two things. If you can de- keep this Digimon around, it's going to severely hamper your opponent. From Digimon to Tamers, we've got one new purple tamer to discuss, Mimi Tachikawa. Mimi costs just 2 to play, and it has all turns. When a player uses an option card, you may suspend this tamer to gain 1 memory. Now you can use this on your turn to reduce the cost of an option card, but I think personally the better play here is to save it for your opponent's turn, so you suspend it when they use an option card to effectively raise that option's cost by 1. And yes, there will be the odd turn where your opponent had no options they wanted to use anyway. But you'll also be causing them to think twice about whether they want to or can afford to use their option cards. And every time they don't play an option card because of the threat of this card, it's like you negated the effect of that option card for basically free, which is really cool. Next up are the purple option cards, and there's just two being added in 1.5, so we'll discuss them both. First is Dark Despair. Dark Despair costs two to play, and it has main. One of your Digimon gains retaliation until the end of your opponent's next turn. Now, retaliation is a keyword. It reads, when this Digimon is deleted after losing a battle, delete the Digimon it was battling. That means that no matter what, if a Digimon with retaliation battles, it will delete the opposing Digimon. I like the flexibility of this card. You can use it as removal, play it on a Digimon, then attack an opposing Digimon to delete it, or you can use it defensively, play it on a suspended Digimon and dissuade your opponent from attacking it on their turn, or you play it on one of your weak Digimon and dissuade your opponent from blocking a Digimon they could otherwise easily defeat. There's a lot that you can do with this card, and I always appreciate flexibility in a card. Now the last purple card we're talking about for 1.5 is Necrophobia. Necrophobia is a 5 cost option that reads Play one level 5 purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. Now, brainstorming possible targets for this card, you could bring back Arukenimon or Mumimon, use their effects again, or you could bring back a level 5 with a useful inheritable like Lady Devimon or Wagururumon, and Digibol from them on the next turn. I don't mind this card. But I think it's a little expensive and a little limited. Being limited to just level 5 purple Digimon limits its efficacy. That said, the fact that this card goes straight onto the field is a definite bonus. Now I'm not much of a purple player so I'm going to defer from saying whether I think this card is playable. I think that it's something you'll have to really assess the need for in your deck and really think about. Finally... We come to black, the last of the six main colours. Black is a defensive colour, the colour of blockers. Black in 1.0 was known as one of the weak colours, but in 1.5 black receives a number of cool new support cards and it becomes actually a very viable competitive colour. Black gets one new level 2 in this set. Kakenmon. Kakenmon's inheritable effect reads, When attacking, once per turn, if this Digimon is level 7, gain one memory. Kakamon's built mainly to work with a Mon strategy, which is the big new level 7 available to black. Gaining a memory on attack can be quite strong, but having to digibolv all the way up to level 7 before you can start activating that effect is somewhat slow. But that said, black tends to struggle with memory more than other colours, so I'm sure that any memory gain effect in black is welcome. And it's worth noting, this also works with Millennium Mon and Omnimon Alter S, which we'll talk about later. From level 2 to level 3, we have a return of the Legend Arms type from our discussion of the new red cards from last week. Ludomon is a 3 cost, 0 to Digivolve, 1000 DP Digimon that is Legend Arms type, has no inheritable effect... And has on play, reveal the top 5 cards of your deck, add 1 Mon Digimon card and 1 Digimon card with Legend Arms in its type from among them to your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your deck in any order. Now we spoke about Legend Arms type and what the new mechanic of searching by type means for the game in last week's episode. This card's functionally a black version of Zubabon, so everything I said about Zubabon also applies here. And lastly, don't forget, because Ragnalordmon is a Legend Arms type itself, if you reveal two copies of Ragnalordmon with this card's effect, you can add both to your hand. Next we go to the level 4s and first up is Sukumon, 3 to play, cheap for a level 4, 2 to digivolve, average for a level 4, 1000 DP, pretty poor for a level 4, and no inheritable effect but a main effect that reads, on deletion, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. You may play 1 Chumon among them without paying it's memory cost. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. So Chumon is Black's version of Terriamon and Gazimon, with the same stats, same effect. If you're playing some kind of weird deck that absolutely needs Chumon out, this could be a viable card, but I think that mostly this card exists because Sukumon and Chumon are partners in the lore of the franchise, but it isn't actually a great card. Chumon just isn't strong enough to play a card expressly to find it, and it's a card that you have to delete to trigger that effect on top of that. I'm always happy to be proven wrong when I say that a card isn't good, but I really think this card isn't very good. Next though, we have Tia Ludomon. Tia Ludomon costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve. It has 4000 DP. It's a Legend Arms type, so it can be found by Ludomon's effect. It has no main effect, but it does have an inheritable effect that reads when attacking. If this Digimon is level 7, trigger D-Digivolve 2 on one of your opponent's Digimon. D-Digivolve 2 is Black's main removal method. When you D-Digivolve a Digimon, you trash its top cards equivalent to the D-Digivolve value. So then if the Digimon becomes a level 3, you stop digivol- de-digivolving. If the Digimon somehow has no level 3 source because of effects, and it would lose its top card to D digivolve then it's just removed from the field. If a Digimon ever becomes a level 2 while it's on the field, it's just removed, not deleted, just removed. Now, incidental removal on a card is fairly powerful, because you get to remove your opponent's cards without losing any cards of your own, which leaves you ahead in resources. D-Digivolve 2 is great. It means your opponent has to digivolve twice to get back to where they were. Blitz Greymon is a really popular card in 1.5 because it has this effect, and it can only actually do it once. You do have to be level 7 to trigger this effect, but you will be aiming to get there in a Mon deck anyway, and having a huge attacker that actively removes threats when it attacks is huge. From level 4 to level 5, First is Raiji Ludamon. Raiji Ludamon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, it has 7,000 DP, it's a Legend Arms type, and it has an inheritable effect that reads, When attacking, if this Digimon is level 7, trigger D Digivolve 2 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Obviously this serves as a good backup to Tia Ludamon's effect, and even better though, if you have both Tia Ludomon and Raiji Ludomon under the same Digimon, then you're digi digivolving twice for each attack. You're either removing two different threats, or you're taking an opposing Digimon from level 6 or even level 7 all the way down to level 3, which represents a huge swing in your favor for doing nothing but attacking, which you're going to be doing anyway when you're at level 7. If an effect is worth having once in your deck, it's usually worth having it twice and i think that raiji ludomon's effect is definitely worth having twice next metal mamemon and like metal greymon from last week this also features art based on the digimon world 1 intro which is awesome love the references metal mamemon costs 8 to play 3 to digivolve it has seven thousand dp And it's got two main effects. Firstly, it has Reboot, which is one of Black's signature keywords, and it reads, unsuspend this Digimon during your opponent's unsuspend phase. This means that you can attack with Metal Mamemon, and then during your opponent's turn, it becomes unsuspended, so it's safe from your opponent's attacks. Secondly, Metal Mamemon has, when Digivolving, return one level 7 Digimon card with virus in its attribute from your trash to your hand. This is a great way to reuse your Winkindichi... Win Condition Digimon if they get deleted, Tongue Twister. This effect can fetch Millenniummon, Omnimon Ultra S, and Ragnalordmon. All of those very powerful Digimon, all of them Digivolve from Black Digimon. In any deck that uses these Digimon, I think this is a tech card you should be at least considering. Now we reach the level sixes, and first we have a fan favorite Digimon, one of my favorite Digimon, Black War Greymon. Black War Greymon costs 13 to play, 4 to Digivolve, it has 12,000 DP, it has two effects. Firstly, it has, while your opponent has a Digimon with 10,000 DP or more in play, reduce the memory cost to play this card from your hand by 6. So, as long as your opponent has a sufficiently powerful Digimon, this costs just 7 to play outright, that's not a bad rate for a level 6. Black Greymon also has, when attacking, if you attack an opponent's Digimon with the highest DP, unsuspend this Digimon. So as long as you're attacking your opponent's most powerful Digimon, you can unsuspend this Digimon. Meaning you can potentially take out 2 or even 3 or more opposing Digimon, since this isn't a once per turn effect. Meaning you can unsuspend Blackwall Greymon as many times as you have a valid target with the highest DP. This is a great card to hold up as a threat, you put your opponent off of attacking with everything, unless they lose their whole board. This is a flavorful, fun Digimon, and I won't be surprised to see it teched into black decks. Next is Brywaludemon, Brywaludemon costs 10 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a black or a red Digimon, has 12,000 DP, and has no main effect, but for interestingly for a level 6 it does have an inheritable effect, Blocker. This means that if it's under one of your level 7s, Briber gives that level 7 blocker. Since level 7s are typically the most powerful Digimon on the board, this can really freeze your opponent's attacks because they're almost certainly going to lose their Digimon if they attack into your level 7 blocker. The downside to this, of course, is that typically your level 7s are your win conditions, so you want to attack with them, but Lordmon helps with this because it has Reboot built right onto the card, meaning you can attack with Ragnalordmon and then unsuspend it on your opponent's turn, ready to block with Ludamon's Inheritable Effect. So this card is sure to be a cornerstone of black Ragnalordmon strategies. And if you just say the name quickly enough, no one's going to pull you up on the fact that you have no idea how it's pronounced. Brivaludemon, Brivaludemon, God only knows. The next black level 6 is Crest Garurumon costs 11 to play. 4 to digivolve from either a red or a black digimon. It has 11,000 DP and it has 2 effects. Firstly, it's got the reboot keyword. We've already talked about reboot and why it's awesome, so I'm not going to get into that too much here. Secondly though, this has when digivolving, reveal 1 card from the top of your deck for each digimon your opponent has in play. You may play 1 black or red Digimon card with a level of 5 or lower from among them without paying its memory cost. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. This is a pretty interesting card. The first thing I think when I see this, great response to a rookie rush or other strategy that revolves around playing lots of smaller Digimon. The more Digimon your opponent has out, the more opponents you'll have to choose from the more options you'll have to choose from to play to the field for free. And the other major thing to note here is that often when you're playing a Digimon for free using an effect, that effect will say the Digimon's on-play effects don't activate. Crescarurumon does not have that text, meaning that you can play Digimon with on-play effects using Crescarurumon's effects and their on-play effects will activate. Potential targets, are, you could play Skull Greymon, delete an opposing blocker. You could play Ludomon or Zubomon and fetch a Legend Arms card to your hand from the top of your deck. You could play the Bergamon card from 1.0, giving one of your opponent, giving one of your Digimon security attack plus one. These are all great effects that you can get for free just by Digivolving into Crest of This game, this effect seems fun and I like the mini game of trying to maximize its effectiveness. Now the last Black Digimon we'll talk about today is probably Black's most powerful addition, Craniumon. Craniumon costs thirteen to play, four to Digivolve. It has twelve thousand DP, and it's got two effects. Firstly, Craniumon is a blocker, and as we said when we talked about Braivudamon, having a powerful blocker puts you in a great defensive position. Craniumon's second effect is where it gets crazy, though. Craniumon has all turns. Your Digimon with blocker can't be deleted by your opponent's effects. That's insane. That means that as long as you have Cranium on out, none of your blockers can be deleted by options or Digimon effects that say delete. Obviously, this is great against Red in particular, because Red likes to delete things. Your opponents can still delete your blockers by battle, and they can still remove them by other means, by sending them back to your hand or by using D Digivolve effects, for example. But this is still a huge boon, and plus you're in black. So many of your Digimon have Blocker naturally, so often most of your board is going to be protected by on. This is a great win condition for a black Blocker's deck, and this is something that black sorely needed to be competitive, so I'm really glad to see this card. From our last level 6 of the episode to our last tamer of the episode, Jokido. keto costs 2 to play and has at the start of your turn, if you have a Digimon with Blocker in play, gain 1 memory. I think this is a great tamer card for black because t- black tends to struggle with memory. And most of your Digimon have Blocker so this is going to trigger very often. And if you just have 2 Jokidos in play, that could be a whole extra Digivolution in a turn which is fantastic. I think this is going to see a fair amount of play. It won't be in every deck, but it will be in lots of decks. Now finally, we've got two black option cards to talk about. First is Breath of the Gods. This costs two to play, and it has main. One of your Digimon gains reboot until the end of your opponent's next turn. This means you can swing with a Digimon and then have it ready to block and be safe from danger next turn, which is pretty good. But the security effect is where this card really shines. It says your opponent's Digimon can't attack players for the turn this is black's flower cannon this is a security effect that stops a big attack in its tracks and it saves you from losing this game if this card comes up from security it guarantees that you've got at least one more turn to try to get the win or at least to stabilize which sometimes is all you need so i think this is a really cool card and i think it will be played a fair amount lastly we've got beast Cyclone this is a really cool option this costs three to play and it has main all of your Digimon with blocker or reboot gain security attack plus one. So in black, that turns nearly your whole board into big attackers. Beast Cyclone's a great way to close out a game. You come out of nowhere for a big swing, your opponent isn't ready for it, and you take the game. Most Digimon in black have blocker, reboot, or even both, meaning this is going to affect a huge percentage of your board. I love this as a finisher, and playing it feels really nice and impactful. It's a really cool card to just put down on the board and say, here, deal with this. Now we're finished talking about the main 6 colours, but we still have one more card to talk about, Omnimon Ultra S. Yeah that's right, although the days of Omni Blue dominance are over, Omnimon itself is still a real presence in 1.5. This particular version of Omnimon is a white level 7, it costs 15 to play, 6 to digivolve from either a red or a black level 6. It has 15,000 DP, so same stats as Omnimon 1.0, and like Omnimon 1.0, it has two effects. Firstly, it has, when digivolving, trigger D-Digivolve 1 on all of your opponent's Digimon. Then, delete all your opponent's Digimon with 5,000 DP or less. This is a fairly significant setback for your opponent. You lose; They lose their lower DP Digimon, and they have their higher DP Digimon significantly weakened. Obviously, this works well against rookie and champion rush strategies, but it should be putting in a significant dent in pretty much any board. Secondly, Omnimon Ultra S has, when attacking, you may make this Digimon unblockable for the turn by returning one of its level 6 Digivolution cards to your hand unblockable is incredibly powerful blockers are one of your opponent's best ways to slow down your big attackers and being able to be unblockable removes that from the equation my game strategy would be to digivolve this on top of red sources giving it security attack plus one or even plus two and do a huge amount of damage that your opponent can do nothing about because it's unblockable Omnimon is obviously very powerful And it's going to be topping a lot of decks And it will very likely be in the top tiers Of the 1.5 meta Plus Black gets to be in on the Omnimon fun as well Giving it Reboot or Blocker with its Inheritables Which is really cool Nothing is getting past an Omnimon with Blocker my friends And that Brings us to the end of our 1.5 set review. I really hope that it was helpful and I hope that you are now as excited as I am for this new set and this new format. It's sure to be really diverse and a really interesting format to play. I can't wait to dive right in. I hope you feel the same. Alright, you've heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. And This week's listener question is, which card do you like best? Cerusmon, Mastermon, or Craniamon? Tweet your answer using the hashtag hashtag memory gauge podcast or comment on the listener question post in our Facebook group memory gauge podcast and you might receive a shout out at the top of next week's episode. Don't forget to tune in to our special booster version 1.5 box opening live stream over on twitch.tv slash The stream will start at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, March the 19th. There'll be plenty of giveaways. It's sure to be a lot of fun and I cannot wait to see you all there. If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at memorygaugepodcast.gmail.com or join our Facebook group. I'm always happy to hear from you, listeners. New episodes come out each week, so please be sure to follow the Memory Gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge. Logging out.